Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And guess what? I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour. And I, I, I'll tell you, I have been so waiting to do this show tonight, and I know many of you have been. The phones right here at BBS Radio have been jumping off the hook already because there is someone very, very special joining me tonight. And I said in the newsletter and, and, and on radio all week long, this is a show that Terry O'Connor and I are going to do together in a way that you've never seen us before. Terry O'Connor, as you know, many of you know, is special, special, unique talent. And I got to meet her and know of her talent several years ago. It has been an honor and a pleasure to just see her step into her magnificence, her power, and help so many people. I want to say this. you know, She is someone that has been on multiple radio shows, television shows, has her own show on BBS Radio, has her own show on Monday uh, on the Dr. Pat Worldwide Network. And so we're here tonight because this is a time in our lives to get some answers to your questions. This is a show where we are not going to stop answering the phones, and I want to make sure everybody out there has them, 877-876-5227. 877-876-5227. And for those of you that have questions that you want to ask, general questions, and you cannot get in on the phone lines, send an email to me at info, I-N-F-O, at thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com, and we will get your questions on air. Carrie, there's so much that I can say about you and just watching how unbelievably magnificent your work is and what you've developed, your skill, your following, your talent. I truly am honored to have you on the show tonight, and I welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. I consider it such an honor to be on the Dr. Pat Show, and um, and I want to thank you and um, all the listeners because it's such a... Um, uh, I consider it such a sacred job to be able to um, look into somebody's energy field and to help them and give them some clarity and to to empower them. That's what we're all both about, Pat, right? It really is. I mean, clearly for us, when we launched the Holistic Makeover, we didn't have any idea that it would take on the life uh, that it has. Right. Uh, you know, it's like you, Carrie. I mean, we start with an idea of of wondering how we're going to help our listeners, how we're going to help people stay energized. And then all of a sudden, it turns into a purpose greater than ourselves. Absolutely. And so when you and I connect tonight, it's within the spirit of oneness mm-hmm. that we're reaching out to all of the listeners and saying, give us a call. We're here for you right now. Now, I'm not sure. I thought I heard that we have a call. I wonder if that's true. Um, Seth, I want to check in with you. Do we have someone waiting on the line for us? Well, we'll just see if we do. <laughs> Again, that phone number to call in for the show, 
888-346-9585-227. We're taking your calls. If you have a question, comment, want to connect with Carrie O'Connor, that is the way to do it. Uh, and uh, let's just kick it off. I mean, Carrie, you know, while we're waiting to hear the beep, and I know you do a show on here, so you know when you hear the beep, we have a caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought we actually did have a caller. I think, yeah, I think um, Seth was a little confused, and um, several people called up, and um, he didn't think I was on, so he said, no, she's not on, so we're letting the readers, I mean, listeners know that I am on. <laughs> so I'll be calling back. Uh, absolutely. Okay, Carrie, let's just talk about energy and vibration right now. Okay. I mean, we're coming off the heels of a debate, and then yep. we're coming off sort of what some people call one of the most hate-filled campaigns of a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, how do we make sense out of that energy vibration, and how do we also block ourselves from picking up on it? That's such a wonderful question, Pat, because the only thing, the only, only thing that we can have um, – take empowerment in charge of is our own energy field. So how to not get caught in and get sucked into the hateful or the duality kind of energy is it's really up to us. And so what we do is what I talk about all the time is energy maintenance. So when you feel yourself contracting, when you feel yourself getting into fear or anger or rage, say, tap into yourself, put your hand on your heart and say, okay, does this feel good right now? And your answer, your heart's going to say is no. And so it's like flipping the switch and being able to say, I have a choice right now to radiate out love and unity and oneness as we're going through this rebirthing process that we're going through, or I could radiate out fear, hateful energy that contracts our energy field. And so this is where we, you both, you, you both, you and I are all about having people to tap into their heart energy, hold their ground, and hold their core energy in our core, each and every single one of us. And this includes the candidates. Their core, their essence is light. Sometimes people could forget that. They could get all caught up in the, the 3D va- um, reality. The veil is what it is. So think of that the veil is becoming thinner and thinner. And as in any rebirthing process, and if we look through our history of mankind, we've all gone through this rebirthing process. And so it's almost, it can sound kind of odd, it's very like a paradox, but it's almost like the the darker or the more, uh, quote, ugly it gets, the more that the light is, is, um, is getting anchored because... The ego, which means edging God out, is wants to go down kicking and screaming. So it's our responsibility. We're being called. There's no more couch sitting. There's no more having um, somebody else do it. We are being called. Our spirit is being called to take action, and every single one of us could take action by, again, going into our reviewing ourselves. How do we do through the day as far as our interaction with our fellow mankind how were we putting out words of love or words of fear and let's say we had one of our bad hair days and we're putting out like fear and anger and really tapping into that fear part before you go to bed review the day literally go with your heart energy and cancel out that that um that contracted energy of fear and replace it with love and you just you just flipped your um the energy you could just expanded your energy and canceled out that fear so we want to connect with love we want to connect with um not separation because we're returning to love here and love, mm. love is our natural state and love is what creator is and we're all a piece of creator so the more we expand that the more it feels good and literally when the more you practice that the more you can feel your energy contracting and that contraction does not feel good i i agree with you and we're going to talk about this more because along those same lines to carry 
our partnerships. You and I are going to be in the same booth at yep. the Valley Forge Expo, and we're doing more and more of that and demonstrating that that is the way to step out. I believe we do have a caller. Who's joining us here tonight on the Dr. Pat Show? I thought I heard that beep. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hi. Hi, is this Dr. Pat? Yeah, this is Dr. Pat and Terry O'Connor. Hey, this is Aloha Jay. How's it going? <laughs> Aloha Jay. How are you? How Good are you, get... Jay? Good oh, to hear the... from you. Yeah, I know. I'll have to get and talk to you after the show or something like that when I have some time. So, But it's great to hear your voice again and great to hear your voice uh, Carrie again, too. Yeah, well, very good to hear you, Jay. Yeah, let's let's do it, Carrie. What can we help you with tonight, Jay? i got a couple of questions, actually. It's, uh, I saw on your website, Dr. Pat, mm-hmm. regarding soul relationships, and I guess I'm going to ask a question regarding um, soul relationships uh, from a guy's point of view. Do the points actually do differ? And I just wondered when our when our um, energy is more focused uh, with the feminine energy and the male energy, uh, that's where actually where manifesting really really starts to occur faster. Is that is that correct? That's uh, a great question. Let let us take that question. And do you want to, us to answer that generally? And then do you want us to answer it more specifically for you? Oh, go go ahead. Any anything that comes up to mind. Okay. So it's, it's great. All right, Carrie, go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, I, I had a little bit trouble hearing. Um, hello, Hajay. So, so what, Pat, Pat, what? Uh, let me give it to you. Yeah, okay. he saw on the website that we were going to talk about soul relationships. Yep. And so, Jay, correct me if I get this wrong. But, you know, he's talking about soul relationships. You know, is this more for women? Is it, you know, okay. is it men? Yep. Is it masculine? Is it feminine? Did I get that right, Jay? Yep. 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 Okay. All right. When we're going into soul and soul relationships, what we're doing is, and especially since the year 207, the council calls the year 207 the year of divine union and divine partnership. That divine partnership has to start within ourselves. And so then part of the, uh, the illusion which has stepped us into the separated mind is having us step into a you complete me. And so this is a male and female. This isn't separated from guys. This is a guys and girls thing. So the biggest thing that we're working with and we're understanding and really starting to get into our energy when we look outside of ourselves for a relationship of a you complete me sense which we've been mirrored for generations and generations of a, like two halves make a whole that's the same that we are not whole and that our, we, we come whole we come in whole we come that is our birthright our wholeness is what we're remembering and so when we step into whole relationships what we're doing is we're exercising and think of it's the marriage of our divine male energy with our divine female energy, which brings in an energy of a third, like it's a, it's a third holy trinity. It's like the divine child. That divine child within us is not the wounded child, which a lot of us come in as far as with wounded child um, and we seek out other wounded children. So when we see it set into soul relationships, we come from a unified field and then think of that Symbolically, just a simple analogy is think of your heart energy, like the wattage, like a light bulb, is going in. When we have a unified field, it goes up from 100 watts to 100,000 watts, and that's going to attract like attracts like. So we want to enter into relationships that are more you complement me, not you complete me. So we're waking up from eons and eons of you complete me, meaning, again, subconsciously that we are not complete, to waking up saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm complete. And again, the more we have that unified right male of male energy with our female energy, because we're all male and female energy, it allows that 
divine child, and I'm not talking about childish or childlike. I'm talking about the Holy Trinity, the sacred Holy Trinity. And even when I draw this out, it looks like um, an infinity eight. So you have your sideways eight where the right side of the energy is that male side is a full circle, the left side is a full circle, and right in the middle it's like a... Um, you could draw yourself, and it looks like you with angel wings. So that goes back into the heart of matter. So the more we realize that we um, have that unified field within ourselves, the more we are able to pull in and manifest and bring in a relationship that has a you complement me versus you complete me. That's what we're seeking. That's what we're hearing. And especially the Council of Shamans from, from April of 208, we've been, think of a, a love wash coming on the earth. And so when these love washes come down, Think of that. They're bringing up anything that's shadow and anything that's um, wounded or anything that needs to go to break, be broken down. And a lot of people have um, issues. They want to shove that wounded part of them back in the closet because they're terrified of looking at it. It's like the boogeyman. But it's our key to freedom is to realize that we've come in with the with the aspect of the divine of the wounded child. But that is part of our our lineage, part of our separation, part of the thing that kept us that kept that veil in place and now what's going what's really happening as far as this rebirthing of the world right now is that we're breaking down that veil that has Mm. separated us and also said in that with that separation that we are not complete and that we're not whole and that we're not connected and so we're quantum physics is showing how much we're all interconnected and so the more we have again a unified field the more you're going to have unified relationships i love that carrie jay did 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 that relate to what you were saying i mean you know, what she's talking about is, and Terry, what, um, excuse me, what I think you're talking about is so very, very important and powerful for, for us to really soak up regardless of gender. Um, and, and Jay, what are your thoughts? Well, my question is, like, I always get, I think the soul relationship is that when you open your soul to love, that's where you connect with that other person who is of love. So if you're working on, on stuff still, it's it's not really going to be a soul relationship. It's always going to be like a, a journey of uh, working on each other's stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I just wonder about that. You know what I call it, Jay? I simple. I like to keep do simple analogies. We're going to think of the you complement me energy relationships are are in the fifth elevator. The third elevator has the wounded child, has where people still um, do their abandoned child or orphan child. So. They feel like they have to put the other person in there to, again, complete them. So that means that we're not whole. We're being pulled, drawn. Our soul is being urged, emerged to go up to that fifth elevator. And that fifth elevator is what the indigenous tribes have called for thousands of years of this time of us stepping into the home luminous bodies, that we are the ones that we are waiting for. So we literally, going back to the analogy of the heart, going from that 100-watt light bulb to that 100,000-watt light bulb, it lightens up those aspects of ourself that can be the wounded child. So if we're having one of those days where we could be feeling abandoned or feeling um, or projecting our stuff on somebody else, then it's our job to pull ourselves back and say, wait a minute, this person is allowing me a mirror to, for me to see where I could still be holding residual energies of the wounded child, not to go be projecting it to the person, but to take and nurture and feed that child so then that wounded child gets out of the driver's seat in relationships and that our, our whole um, essence, our soul gets in the driver's seat. And the more we practice this, the more we identify. And in, in shamanism, they call it soul retrieval. So we're in this huge soul retrieval of bringing our soul pieces of ourselves back into our heart energy 
and that allows us to be, again, going from a 100-watt light bulb relationship to a 100,000-watt light bulb relationship. Think of going into a room and replacing a 100-watt light bulb to a 100,000-watt light bulb. You'll be seeing places in that room that has cobwebs in the corner, that has needs some spackling, needs some painting. And so what do we do? We be proactive, not reactive. We go over and with union, and we go and we, go and we um, spackle those places up. So we, that's taking out those shadow parts, that's taking out those... Um, that wounded aspect of ourselves, the themes that we have in our life. And when we start doing that, then we start attracting in people that are of that same vibration. And so this is a new thing in the sense of that this is um, the complement relationships that we, again, have generations of you made your bed, lie in it, um, stay together for the kids, all of those kind of things. And so what that, those messages that we are subtly getting is that we are, um, stay together for insurance or assurance. And so all of that, again, was like not a sense of completion, not a sense of wholeness, and that's not part of our divine blueprints. Our divine blueprints are that we are whole and that relationships that are complementary are all um, are, are reflecting that God essence back. And it's not that things don't come up at times, because they do, because we're, we're, we're um, I call it the master in process and the master in practice and realizing that we're the master the whole time and always have been. So there is a part of we can be practicing and processing this. And so, but the part is of remembering and rewiring and reawakening to is our birthright and our birthright is having the divine complement relationships. And you start noticing when you start having these because they come in lighter and they also don't have that drama and that trauma of the, um, of the third elevator relationships because they feel heavy and it's mm. repeated patterns mm. and it feels like you're knocking your head against the wall. And so when you're up in that fifth elevator, there's literally that light allows you to even put that light, that frequency, that light is love, and that frequency goes into those patterns and rewires them. As soon as we're identified, a habit, a habit then becomes, when it's identified, it has the energy to shift and transmute immediately or it becomes a choice. And again, we choose to go into that place of anger or fear or you have to do this or you have to do that or we could go back take a breath tap into our heart answer our heart what does this feel like is this love or is it fear simply going back to love or fear ask that question you'll feel if it's love your heart will open up if it's fear then go back into yourself and see what's going on with yourself that could be coming up for clearing and the more we do that the more that we'll find the less we have to do it because we stay up in that fifth elevator more Absolutely. Jay, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Checking in with us. It's great to hear yeah. from you. It really yeah, it's is good to hear thank from you, you too. Much. All right, Jay. Thanks good a lot. Uh, Carrie, that, you know, that message is very, very powerful. Uh, I mean, boy, if we were to just to take what you just said and look at it as a blueprint, I, I mean, how masterful is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't you feel, I don't know about your relationships, but I can talk about a few of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk? <laughs> you know, part of this is, look, did anybody ever say, Carrie, that this was going to be a cakewalk for us? <laughs> I, mean, I, did, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was never told that. Uh-huh. But no, what that I wasn't told, yeah, I wasn't told, though, mm-hmm. that every relationship that I get in front of, as painful as it may be, mm-hmm. I get to choose my response to it. Right. And given what I choose, will determine how I either move forward beyond that lesson or not. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I love Greg Braden's book, The Divine Matrix. And toward the end of it, he talks about the five mirrors. 
in the part of the five mirrors of separation. And it really comes from what he says comes from the ancient Essenes or ancient script. And so the first mirror is you spot it, you got it. And so all of our relationship goes through these process of this five mirrors. And so when we start understanding that we are all pieces of source, and so we're all reflections of each other, so we're all looking at different aspects of ourselves. So when we understand and really start start digesting that, really not just thinking of that with our mental bodies, like really saying, wait a minute, this is another aspect of source that's looking that I'm looking at. And so let instead of thinking you got it, you have to do this, you have to do that. Let's say, what gifts can I get here? What can I get here? Even with the pain, it's like. Doesn't mean that we have to stay in toxicity. Doesn't mean that we have to turn down or modulate our energy. Because when we turn down our light force, that's that's us burning ourselves up. That's our circuitry turning um turning our love, our our natural signature out. So the more um I love the cakewalk thing because life we're, we are in Earth school, and so sometimes school and sometimes relationships are tough. And also, those toughest ones, I know for sure, over on the other side, we're high-fiving each other because we taught each other a lesson to return to love. And again, it doesn't mean you have to stay in toxicity. No. It's going back to that. Um, I was just having a conversation with a very good friend of mine before we, I even got on the phone, and she was talking about how she feels like she has to talk to this woman because um, they were in a relationship, and that's that. Um, if we're all love, then why can't she talk to the um, other person? And I said, well, if they're pulling you down into the third elevator, and this is all about drama and separation, and you're going up for the fifth elevator, and you're noticing yourself even having anxiety and feeling angst with that, what you can talk to the individual on an energy level, on that love level, but if, it, if there's a pulling down and you're really literally feeling your heart energy shrinking down, that's not doing self-love. So that's not doing care of self, so that means that's not doing like the... um looking for the wholeness within ourselves. So our relationships, I love, again, Greg Braden's um, Five Mirrors. I highly recommend that book, The um, Divine Matrix, because he really, um, I think, uh, goes through those five mirrors and points out as far as what gifts we get from those uh, from relationships. And right now what I see collectively what we're doing is going through the fourth mirror, which is called the dark night of the soul. Mm. And so that we, that people could be reflecting those parts of us that are their dark night of the soul. So are we going to buy into it and reflect it back? Or are we going to be the mirror to them to say, hey, we are going through a rebirthing process, but this does not have to be that let's, let's collect those aspects of ourselves. Let's get be proactive about this instead of reactive and Anchor in and remember of that love is is and this is not airy fairy love. This is this is proactive. This is miracle working love because Pat, what's not getting news is that I'm seeing with within my clients. I saw cancer melting off bone cancer melting off a client. I saw cataracts popping off a client as far as like again melting away. I saw clients that were couldn't get pregnant for 15 years, five years, eight years, being able to get pregnant when they're tapping into that fifth elevator love because that, that energy allows our energy to hold more higher frequency. That higher frequency is prana, life force, unified fields, whatever you want to call it. It has all different names, but it is a high frequency energy that knows no dis-ease and also with relationships, it doesn't know any, it doesn't want to do the separation thing because it, it pulls us down and that's not our natural state to be separate. That's part of the veil and the veil is what we're getting rid of. And thank goodness we are. I would Absolutely. like to say hallelujah, sister. 877-876-5227. Yeah. If you want to connect with Carrie O'Connor, my very special guest today, 877-876-5227. I also want to point out that if you want to find out more about Carrie O'Connor, you can go to her website, which is really easy, k 
kerryoconnor.com, K-E-R-R-I-E, O'Connor.com. Check it out. You're going to be able to find out all about her radio shows, uh, all about her television appearance, her workshops, her teleclasses, all of the many ways she's reaching out to help people across the globe. Tonight's show is one part of that. You, you, you know, here we are. We're talking about relationships. We're connecting vibration. This is not gibberish, folks. I just right. want to say that. This really is an invitation to change your life. And tonight, I'm so thrilled to have Carrie here. We're taking your calls. I know it must be difficult to try to get into the show right now, but please don't give up, 877-876-5227. If you feel like sending an email to me with your comment or your question, just send it to info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. And, Carrie, while we're waiting for folks to be calling in, I mean, there were about ten people before the show trying to get in. Uh, you know, sometimes I think, and I've gotten some feedback lately from a, from a number of listeners that are really thrilled about the work we're doing, you know, the show you're doing, the following that you have, uh, what we're doing with the Dr. Pat Show, the Holistic Makeover, and some other things we have planned for everyone. And, and folks seem to think, that you and I and people like us, and I'll just say that, mm-hmm. that we're special, that we're different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but, boy, I don't really feel special some days. I feel called to help people, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I'm immune right. to the ups and downs that right. folks go through. Exactly, exactly. That goes back to, Pat, that we're all masters in process, in practice, and that we're all masters. And so we could all have our bad hair days, for sure. It goes back to how fast do we get back into alignment again. And so in the faster we do, the more that it literally, in your energy field, creates energetic grids that allow you to stay aligned more. But this is not about separation and specialness at all. And that's what people do t- tend to want to do. They want to put teachers or, or, um, or people that could really um, uh, help them. And what they, they are feeling is their own heart energy. Mm-hmm. And so when they're feeling their own heart energy, they're saying, thank you, thank you. But this is where we're saying thank you because we just did a think of an energetic high five. And so it acted like a, a heart um, paddles to their heart. But then they're, they are left with the tools to continue to run mm-hmm. that heart energy. And so this is where we're all into this together, where there's not a hierarchical energy here. And, and yeah, we all have our, our days. <laughs> you, you, but believe me, I had so many bad hair days, I cut my hair off. Let's go to the phone. <laughs> Who do we have joining us on the line tonight? Hello? Hi. Who are you? Hey. Hi. I'm, my name is Sandy. I'm actually calling for my sister. Her name is Kathy. Hey, where are you calling from? Michigan. Hi. And so your, your name is Sandy and Kathy is your sister? Yes. I actually was calling for her and speaking of relationships and children and marriages. Okay. okay. So she was busy with her kids and called me and said, I can't get through. I'm going to have to hang up. So I said, okay, I'll call for you. Okay, good. So and I'm so- calling to see about her and her husband. Her birthday okay. is 827 and her husband's uh, 66. And her husband's birthday is, nine, I think, 928. Okay, Carrie, can you hear all that? Yeah, I just went to, I go for more people's first names. What it kept oh, Kathy, Kathy and, and her husband's name is Nick. Okay. Kathy and Nick. And so you wanted to ask about how they were, how, what, what is Yeah, the, just, a, just about their relationship. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. What I'm seeing as far as, first of all, is, is Nick's father crossed over? No, he's not. 
Okay. My hurt my father has. I was just going to say your father is bringing in the other father that's connected to Nick that's crossed over. So that has to be like an uncle of his, somebody like a father to him, because your father mm-hmm. wants to. It's like his honor to be bringing in Nick's father that crossed over too, and it doesn't mean his dad's dying. That's like again, the uncle is some a godfather, somebody like a father. But think of your dad is he's showing me, especially right now, and over the last seven months, seven years, and this goes back to your um, sister. Think about. And going to July of this year, of 208, of them being really um, called to bring the relationship up to that next level, up to the fifth elevator that we were talking about. And what I'm seeing as far as with Nick, I'm seeing his foot turned in. Like, think of energetically, I like to see foot straight ahead. And so when I see it slightly turned in, that means that means me um, reviewing the past, thinking about the past, and also what the dads are doing is... is um, helping him straighten out his, his, his left foot I and mean right foot, and that's all about the male energy being able to step on, out into the world and also feeling like um, shaky where Kathy comes in. Think of that they really come in as far as complementing each other, and this is where they're going into as far as, I mean, completing each other, and now it's a place to bring them up to complement each other. And especially they keep on um, talking about his even his legs and even down into his hips as far as, I feel like this like a part of his... Um, even when he was born, his hips could have been kind of twisted, and so that's all about foundational energies. And so think of that. Your dad's coming in with and and with um, Nick's, Nick's um, lineage as far as the males to stand right directly around Nick because there's a part of him that's expanding his whole right side of his energy out. There's And that's about male-male relationships, also male's lineage as far as the dad is talking about getting connected from the head and the heart. So it's like getting out of the head, getting out of the coulda, shoulda, woulda. And that's where Kathy reads him very well. Like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. She knows when to go in. She also knows when he needs to, like mental processing time. And, and your dad is also, when I see them handing a small iron over, it's like iron over things and everything's going to be all right. It's like we all have wrinkles and the, a small iron gets down to like the nitty gritty things. And also I want to go back to, again, the last seven years, and especially since this July where when I hear the Jefferson song of moving on up, think of that they're both getting moving on up to that, again, fifth elevator. And when we're in the fifth elevator, there's a part where us we should um, energe- we um, tend to energetically go into our own spaces. So that's where Kathy's getting to her own space and really looking at her own individual energy, right, just as far as seeing how she holds her right and left side. And Nick's doing the same thing. And also there's a part where um, the dad's making me want to say as far as with Nick with no worries as far as that he could get into. I see with his eyebrows together as far as like worrying, worrying about um, family, supporting for family. And so they want to like have him get out of his head as far as um, too much worries. But there's a part of them, they're going up to that fifth elevator. So that's huge. That's changing. A lot of guys don't. They say, no way, I'm not going to go up there. I don't want to look at my wounded child. So that's part of the... um, the foot getting turned in in the um, in the past where he could have been resistant, but Kathy made it easy for him. Kathy makes a bridge for him to have it go over, and so have him go over to look at the is the, the child part in him, and that's huge. That's wonderful because that reflects right down to the children as far as what it's like to be in a partnership where people are learning to grow together, to communicate together. That. Um, just like when Pat was talking about, you know, cutting her hair short, you know what I mean? So it's like working through in an open way where, where we came from generations where, again, a lot of times the mom did the emotions and the dad did the mental part. And so this is where we're merging that, having that unified field where we could work in a complementary way. Mm. And also your dad's saying to all of you, pay attention to the number 777 because I love to give number smells and birds. And so um, 
to, as a sign that he's around, and so he gives that to all of you. And it also, part of this is independence, feeling free, going back to heart, issues of the heart, feeling light, lighter and with issues of the heart when people could be feeling like heavy in the weight of the world in them. Mm. Okay? What's your dad's birthday, can I ask? 1031. Oh, boy, did I know that. My dad was 1030, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's around, it's the, it's coming up. Yes. It's yes. this month. Yeah, because I heard happy birthday, Dad. Yep. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining the show today. Did we get the answer to your question? Do you have a follow-up? Are you okay? Um, well, she hasn't been very happy with her husband. He's very possessive, and mm-hmm. he yeah. tries to stop her from doing yeah. everything. Yeah, you know what came in way, for me? But- I'm going to tell you what came in for me. I'm not like a, I'm not like Carrie, but I'll tell you what came in for me. I've been trying to bite my tongue, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, join in. That's the whole right foot. What came in. in for me was kick Nick. Now, that doesn't mean to do that, mm-hmm. but what that means when I get that kind of energy and and K Kathy kick that C sound, mm-hmm. I'm like a sounding kind of person mm-hmm. because I used to stutter. But there is this energy that she has where I think literally she could give him a, a swift kick in the butt. Yeah, that sounds like exactly what come out of her mouth, too. <laughs> okay, is it? And, and, and here's what, what I think I want to say, and Carrie, you can follow up. Mm-hmm. That is not going to get her what she wants. Exactly. Yeah. She, she absolutely needs to step back from that, forgive whatever is going on, yeah. let go of him, Yep. And create the life she wants. Now, Carrie, you can give your take on it. That goes back to the when, the when, if you notice that we didn't go to Kathy, we went to Nick and the, and the father we and did. the grandfather standing on Nick's right side. So, yep. And his right foot was turning in. So part of that is where his, to his wounded child is turning in. So that means going to the past or having his child to go there. So think of as far as, um, Kathy going up to the fifth elevator, right? So mm-hmm. here it's like um, playing itsy bitsy spider, right? So if she goes up to the fifth elevator, that means that she's filling her own right side out. She's filling her own left side out. She's going into her own room, so everyone goes into their own rooms. And it doesn't mean, like Pat said, kick Nick to the to the curb, because when we do that, we're just going to go do it to somebody else, right? And so, but what she's doing is saying, okay, I am not you putting putting your foot in like that, coming in like a with the right side pigeon toed. I'm not I'm not supporting this. I'm going up to that fifth elevator, and then I'm also seeing that when Nick when she's up there and she expands. She's going to say, where's Kathy? And she could, he could start with a thing of, where's Kathy? Um, I need to find her, the possessive thing. But when you start entering in the fifth elevator, you can't bring the wounded child. That has the leg straightening out because the fifth elevator does not have, it's, it's light, it's love. It's having him looking at his foundational energies, where his wounded child is, what was going on with the themes of the father, and also Kathy being able to um, understand that the dads are here as far as supporting him and helping have the wounded child, but also Kathy having him out of the right side of her energy field so she could mm-hmm. really like the exercising the right side of her arm, so that's using her male energy and being assertive but not... Um, but also really looking to say, okay, I'm changing foundational structure here and there's a part of him that he's terrified, that's the foot turned in, but so how I can do is follow the leader when I show him that this could be done without struggle, without mm-hmm. part of him is like staying down a third elevator, a third elevator, a third elevator, what the heck are you doing? The third elevator is fine, put the dimmer lights on, right? 
the, the part that, that there's a higher self in him that nobody wants to be in the third elevator. Believe me, it's separation. It feels, it feels, um, crappy and it has our, our wounded child in the driver's seat. So there's a part where as she is going up, it's going to be really clear as far as him going up and following him, but following her, but also the dads are coming in to really help out with and strengthen with that leg that um, um, gives that foundational support. And when he feels that energy going down his foot and that down his leg and, and really start exercising his own male energy, there's a part that it's the, and he's in his own dressing room, really expanding his energy out. There's a part of it's like a new Nick steps in because there's a part of unified field. And so then it's like a new relationship, new Nick, new hip, um, relationship as far as um, new beginnings, and she's going to be she's mm-hmm. taking the lead. Yeah. And you know what I would suggest, and, and thank you for calling in, but I would suggest that Kathy get a hold of Carrie, and she might want to do a separate yes, private absolutely. reading. Because, um, you know, I think we're just touching the surface here. Very, very, Very yeah. touching the surface. I mean, the sense that I get is that, you know, this she's at a critical point in her life right, right. now. There right. are some decisions she's going to have to make in the next couple of weeks, and we want to make sure she makes them with compassion. So thank you for calling in for her. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Carrie O'Connor joining us here today. I mean, all of these readings are insightful because I know many of you listening to the show, I know I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, that applies to me. Yep, that, that's it. <laughs> yep, she's reading a whole bunch of us all at one time right here. Okay. Um, go to her website, kerryoconnor.com. Carrie O'Connor, my guest today, K-E-R-R-I-E, O'Connor.com. Check it out. You'll be able to see her weekly radio shows. You'll be able to see her calendar of events. You'll be able to see amazing opportunities. Um, donations, and don't forget, Carrie and I will be in the same booth um, at the Valley Forge Expo in Pennsylvania on the weekend of the 25th. We'd love to see, you know, hear from you and see you there. I think we have time for another caller. I want to make sure everybody out there knows the toll-free number, 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. And for more about the Dr. Pat Show and to get on our newsletter list and a whole bunch of other cool things to, that we're doing. And, and by the way, we will select one of you to give you an iPod each month from our newsletter list. Go to the drpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-patshow.com, or just go in there and look at new mainstream talk radio. Terry, you know, I'm sure the phone's going to ring, but I want to take a minute here so that folks can get caught up on where you are, what this journey has been like for you. Um, how was it that you were able to move from the third floor in the elevator? Mm-hmm. And well, you know what? There's a part where um, Pat, like you, I had to walk my talk, and mm-hmm. so that in, in with me, it included having to um, leave a um, relationship, a marriage, where my husband said, "You're staying down in the third elevator," where I had to trust, allow, surrender, and also expand my whole right side of my energy field, and really. Um, and trusting and surrendering is not like, oh, my God, I'm trusting and handing my power over to, to the, the masters. Allowing and trusting and surrendering is the most empowered posture that you could stay, stay in. It's like having you, um, it's like I had a choice where I actually knew, Pat, if I did not get out of this relationship that was so toxic that mm-hmm. I was going to be looking at um, physical disease. And my, I already had, um, my guides told me to get a colonoscopy, and I already had cells changing in my stomach as, as far as my colon. So... I knew that it was going down to the physical level as far as taking in toxicity, trying to help him, trying to save him, trying to bring him up to the other um, that, that higher level. And so then it, then it was real. I had two young kids, and I said, okay, you know what? 
just like you're saying, life isn't a cakewalk, but one thing I know for sure, I've seen Jesus and Mary since I was born, and I've saw angels and guides, blue people, all of that. I, angels, they're, they're, they're all around us. They've never, ever, ever um, uh, gave me a, a false, uh, right. false hope, and the more I, I just, I allowed myself, and even if I was afraid, I just, um, I trusted um my, my, I allowed them to support me energetically as I unfolded in myself and stepped into my own empowerment. And I, and I, I look at my life in the last um, 12 years, and I just can't believe um, where I am now and where I could have been if mm-hmm. I decided to stay in that third elevator, that toxic relationship, to stay together for security as two wounded children holding each other, you and me against the world, and that's, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to, um, to live our life as empowered. Uh, it's our birthright to have bliss and happiness and abundance in all departments. And so um, I know both you and I have had, had our, 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 our times in that, um, but also let that be the roadmap to get you to the next place instead of the, um, the story that holds you into your history. And, you know, it's really interesting we're talking about this. I did a show the other day, and, and uh, you know, one of the things I talked about, I had a caller call in, and they were asking, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find my purpose, I'm trying to find my calling. And out of my mouth came this. I said, there is absolutely no need for you to try to find your purpose or calling. Mm-hmm. It's seeking you, right. our calling, when we, that just that word, it's right. not us calling for our calling. Right. It's our calling, calling right. to us. Right. And also what I see, Pat, too, is that, and the council said this in a long time, uh, go our sole purpose, S-O-U-L, is to remember who we are, right? Mm-hmm. And we are all divine beings of, of source. We are all pieces of creator, whatever that means to you. We are all uh, angels having a human experience, however you want you want to say it. Our sole purpose is to remember that. When we remember that, how we express it, that's the calling. How we express it, how we choose to express it, how we choose to give us uh, to express it and give us joy and give us passion, that opens up doors to abundance, meaning money, opportunities. And so our sole purpose here is to remember who we are, that we are masters here having a human experience, that we are angels having a human experience, that our birthright, our birthright is from like Jesus to Buddha to Kuan Yin. You can do this too and more. We, most of us have not thought about part in the sea lately or making water into wine, right? We just try to go through the day and just exist and not hit the alarm clock seven or eight times. And this is where we start challenging yourself to say, wait a minute. I am from the lineage of you can do this two and more. I am from the lineage that is in our energetic history of people doing miraculous things. Just by even entertaining that, you start changing your energy and and start shifting your whole dynamics and you start thinking, it's just what I call it, gives you a whole new deck of cards in your life. And it traps, it gets you out of those and um, stories that we say to ourselves that scares ourselves into um, places of disempowerment. And so the soul's purpose is remembering that of, that we're all expressions of source, and source is abundant of love, of life, and also fulfilled. And so then how we want to express ourselves, it goes into um, there's no right or wrong with that. There's, there's, um, there comes from absolutely within. The calling, everyone is looking in the wrong place. They're looking on the outside. <laughs> When we clear our heart energy, it becomes very obvious of what we want to do as far as um, what gives us passion, what gives us joy. And a lot of people say, 
Well, you know what? What gives me joy is watching soap operas. Well, guess what? Same with the woman that did soap opera digest. Her What gave her joy was watching soap operas, and she also happened to be a good writer. So what did she do? She put her creativity mind together, and she said, I'm going to write. And so now she's um, she followed her joy, and she has Soap Opera Digest, which is very, very um, successful. And so she had abundance. She was able to... Um, to have abundance as far as in all different parts of her, of her life by following her joy. Oprah Winfrey, love to talk to people. Okay, how can that become a job? Uh, well, guess what? I guess she did a pretty well. She followed her joy. <laughs> and so it's like where some people think, how can this become a, uh, a place for me where I could make money and have insurance and, and, um, and to supply for my family? Well, I could give you story after story of where people following their passions that it did exactly that. Think of any kind of the, the Mrs. Fields cookies, right? How can a cookie do give us, you know, to be able to um, have us have abundance? So following our passion, following our joy, and to the sole purpose is remembering who we are. And, you know, I love what we're talking about right now, Carrie, because one of the things that I want to share with everyone, and for those of you out there, um, you know, if you've been trying to get in, you, you know, to the show, we want to let you know there's a few minutes left. If you have a minute, you want to call 877-876-5227, uh, We'll see if we can get you in. But one of the things that I that I want to talk to you about is what we're not talking about, mm-hmm. and and that is what everybody else is talking about, and that is the the sort of level of fear out there, the economy, the market, and you know I haven't been talking about it on my show per se in that way. I've really been trying to hold the line of opportunity and energy, but that doesn't mean that we're oblivious to what's going on. How do you, Carrie, you know, I mean, you've got to have people calling you. The phone's got to be off the hook, like, oh, my God, Carrie, help me. Right. Right. Well, you know what, that goes back into as far as are we going to create and tap into the energy of the collective worst nightmare or are we going to hold and, and you know what, Pat, we contract our energy back and then we contract um um, opportunities and we contract it's like think of our arms wide open where then we have um, we magnetically bring in abundance we bring in opportunity and when we start contracting we start closing the doors closing the doors closing the doors and then we close the, our doors to as far as abundance and so it's not about putting your head in the sand but it is about every single the current like I love this channel Bashar that talks about current circumstances don't matter only our current state of being matters. What are you choosing now? And so what are you choosing? And then he's asked, what are you choosing now? For a couple minutes later, and what are you choosing now? Meaning that our current state of mind, well, how are we holding our heart energy? Are we contracting fear? Is creating our future circumstances within three months down the road, five months down the road, five years from the now. So the more we open our energy, the more we turn on that light to go to 100,000 watts, there's a part where there's... Um, there's many books written of people that became multimillionaires during Great Depression times because they didn't they didn't have tons of money to go out and buy all the houses. They tap, they did not tap into the fear and they looked for the opportunity because they went above to be in this world and not of it and they didn't tap into that collective consciousness of that fear and so they opened up and they did not only did they do well they did extremely well. It's all over. Um, David, my friend, was talking about that. With flight some people talking about the success that people had during changing times. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important as far as remembering where you're putting your energy and that think about that the universe or the universal energy is a short order cook and it takes everything very literal. So if we set up in the morning and do our vision board and have our all intentions and all day we're saying, this is awful, this is awful, this is horrible, this is horrible, this world is falling down, 
and then at night we do our prayers again. We pretty much canceled out everything that we were, that we were saying in the morning and night. So it's really time for us to be very take responsibility, have accountability. The only thing that we're in, we can be in charge of is our own energy field. And as we do that, though, because of who we are as being pieces of source and our interconnectedness, we are bridging and helping people get over this terrorizing lower chakra fear where I'm hearing teachers and masters hitting the hills. Did you, can you imagine Jesus saying, whoops, it's getting a little tough, I'm going to go hit the hills. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, that's, that's really... Actually, Jesus did the opposite. He exactly. actually went, to, he went into town. Exactly. And so this is when we're all being called to really step into ourselves and really watch our mouth, watch our watch our, our, our words because our words are so powerful. And by the time we're speaking them, Pat, we're putting a, a load of energy behind them. And so that works both ways as far as really watch work, working with our heart energy because, again, I could tell you story after story where I said to um, – to my assistant, I said, God, I'd really like people to transcribe some of the, the radio stuff for books. I had the next day a college student wanting to do it for a barter. Two people, right? So open heart, put it out there, not judging how it had to come in, not thinking how it had to come in, just putting out the energy, putting out the order, and then people responded immediately within less than 24 hours. And so this is not that I'm special and I could, only I could do this. We are all being invited to do this. This is where we're getting into the unity of each other. We're getting into how much we're connected and also like attracts like. And so really being able to um, to step out of that. Again, think of the 3D elevator. is all about separation, fear, and feeding upon the fear. And that, if, we, if you notice, we didn't even talk about the fourth elevator because that's a buffer so we could actually feel ourselves before we get pulled in and um, going down to that third elevator because... We are in a birthing process. We are correcting some things that have been way off balance. Think of pollution. Think of um, that we have really gotten out of alignment collectively, and so now we're going back into alignment, and this is not a new thing. We have done this throughout history. This time what's different is that we are anchoring in a new love, a new earth, that we don't have to do this through separation anymore. Hallelujah. And so, yes, there's birthing stuff going on, that, but, but directing your energy and everybody being a master, being a piece of source, being a god, godhead, whatever that means to them, start feeling that energy in their heart and start directing it and just start paying attention to start how you start feeling because it feels so much better to be in that peace, but that peaceful place than that fear, and that is a choice. And, you know, I love what we're talking about because I, I, I want to add something to it, and I know this is a place you come from as well. Um, one of the things that, you know, we've discovered over the past, what, what's May? May, okay, let's say, all right, four or five months, when we started to launch the Holistic Makeover as sort of an idea of how we would give back to the listeners, mm-hmm. given that I had a sense that there was something unusual going to happen, and, you know, came up with this idea from a meditation. And actually, Carrie, honestly, when I heard the thought, I didn't think it was mine to do. I went on the Internet and I tried to find somebody on there mm-hmm. that was already doing it. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't find anybody, I came back to my meditation and I said, I need clarification. Mm-hmm. And the voice very simply said to me, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a clue, but the point is this. We knew that we wanted to give back to the listeners. We knew right. it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it would turn out to this idea of giving back and then they would pay it forward. Right. The whole idea of pay it forward is right. so beautiful. 
But here's what I want to ask you. Is it important for people not just to get back to sort of a neutral state, mm-hmm. but how, what is it, Carrie? I mean, how does it work, let's say, if we're sitting at a, having a bad hair day, mm-hmm. but actually flip in the opposite direction and step out and do something for someone else? Absolutely. That goes back to unity, community. That's where we're being proactive versus reactive, and that goes into inclusive and understanding that when we have that energy, when we're out of the fear, we're able to step into, hey, wait a minute, we're all connected here together. We are all living on one earth here together, and, there are, and so we're, we are, um, it's our responsibility to take it, that step, and that step turns into another step and another step. And going from that open part, part that instead of doing lack and scarcity, we all could do something. I do so many radio shows and do so many readings for free. That's part of my giving back. I do free teleclasses. We're starting to launch now in November for once every Tuesday, uh, hour a night before I go into another radio show, doing um, free answer and t- um, questions. It's giving back, giving forward, and it's teaching and reminding people that the more you give, the more you're opening up to receive. And it's not only about tit for tat, I give this, so you give me this back in exchange. It's about exercising the right and left side of our energy field to go back into balance and remembering that this is what um, our energy is all about, our body always wants to meet homeostasis, and so we're getting back into alignment, going back to um, balance, and that includes our connection with Earth and our relationship with Earth, getting back in balance with that, and also with each other, of recognizing each other as brothers and sisters, not somebody living from each coast or each state or any country. We're starting to really wake up as far as that. We depend on each other interconnect like a dependency of not codependency but we are interconnected and so cutting off a different country is like cutting off our hand so really starting to understand that and really going again back into the heart space allows us to get out of it them against us mentality and allows us to get into this into that mentality it allows us to get out of the ego driven um this black and white my way highway this was all of that is all about separation and when we start getting up into this uh, lighter and energies, there comes this enlightenment, meaning that we're going back to, again, our natural state, and part of the natural state is naturally giving it forward. It's part of giving and receiving. Well, you know, Carrie, I have to tell you, it's always such a pleasure and an honor to spend some time with you. I know we don't get to do it as often. You know, you're you're busy doing many, many shows as we are, and I want to thank you so much for joining thank us here you, today. Um, you know, this, your message is powerful, it's extraordinary, and you're helping so many people. And boy, it's been a pleasure of knowing you and taking this journey with you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, and for all that you do. God bless. You too as well. Carrie, you want to give out any information here before yep. we sign off? Sure. You could contact for information. We have free newsletters and on the teleclasses at um, CarrieO'Connor.com or email union1111 at yahoo.com. All right. Carrie O'Connor, everybody. You can catch her on Mondays at uh, 11 o'clock um, Pacific time on KKNW, but go to her website, CarrieO'Connor.com, because honestly, all of the things she mentioned tonight and then some, these are opportunities for you to step into, step up to the highest level elevator you could get to. Carrie O'Connor, thank you so much. You rock. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. All right, everybody here at BBS Radio, all of you that listen to the show each and every week, we love you. And let, let me say this. 
you know, as you take a look at your life and you step forward in these next few moments, think of five things that you want to praise and raise about whether it's the breath you take, the loved one next to you, the pet maybe, you know, your animal friends, whatever that is. Because if you breathe the air in love and breathe out the air of gratitude, your life will be changed. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We'll see you right back here next week again for another show on bbsradio.com. See you then.